Hey, this is Joe Castiglione, and you're listening to Not Another Sox Podcast with Matt Cavall, Matt LeBeau, and Jack Webster. Can you believe it? Noches, amigos, and welcome to episode 38 of Not Another Socks Podcast. I am Jack Webster here with Matt Galveo and Matt LeBeau, as always. Uh, I don't even know. I, I didn't have anything planned. I'm not going to lie on this one. Yeah, don't blame you. <laughs> I look like you were deep-throating I, your mic for a second, LeBeau. He's going, I was. He's going like full Elvis on us right now. Yeah. <laughs> This is great YouTube content. We we might need to actually uh, post this one online for oh yeah that, that's some ASMR right there. Yep. <laughs> you and that dude from the that Oakland A's fan dude. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, that for those getting... of you who haven't seen it, uh, there there was a young gentleman and a young female um, really being romantic about baseball at the Oakland Coliseum. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't see this. Explain it. Dude, this guy is getting head at the Oakland A's oh, game, yeah. like way off in like the 300 section, dude. Oh. In the corner, as far away from anybody else as you possibly could be. No, that didn't happen. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. No, that happened. Fuck yeah. <laughs> we, we put it in the group chat, so don't you worry. I mean, it's nice to see somebody else living out your dreams, but... That's unbelievable. Dude, it, it was. It was the dude like way, dude, literally like the second to last row. <laughs> that is unreal. I, oh, I'm going to watch that whole video. When, when did. The when was the that only sent? thing that sucked. <laughs> I think that was today. Yeah. Yeah. See, I, 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 yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> I mean, hey, there's there's not much to cheer about if you're an A's fan, but you know, I think everyone's rooting for that couple. Hundred percent. That's awesome. That's dude. The A's See, are that's bad. like the only. Uh, I would one hundred percent watch that over any wedding proposal at a ballpark. So I think <laughs> that needs to be like a new fam cam that like goes on at Oakland A's games, or you know maybe we could even bring it to Fenway, like some cam. Fenway fellatio. <laughs> Fenway fellatio. That's fantastic. Yeah. See, like that's I mean, like the only stadium that you could get away with doing that. Like, there's literally no one there. Right. Right. In Yankee Stadium, because everyone's mad. Yeah. That, too. That, too. This is, right in, our, this is right in our wheelhouse, though. Blowjobs at, at a, uh, a ballpark. This is... Uh, this, we definitely have to talk about this. <laughs> this is I, the most interesting thing going on in baseball right now. Like, I, I cannot stop focusing on it. you? <laughs> I would love to know like what there what like went on in in that girl's head just like I'm just yeah. gonna 
literally I'm just gonna like suck this guy at the game. Good. Yeah, I mean I don't know what's inside her head. I know what's inside her mouth though. Right. That's where I was wow. that, that's where I was that's where I was getting the joke. Yeah, that's where I was trying to go. Appreciate you yeah. picking me up with the joke. Um, yeah. Teamwork. Yep. Yep. So that's awesome. Great for that guy. Great for that girl too, you know. Yeah. It goes some both girls, ways. Some girls love giving ahead. Shout out to them. Yeah. They and, love and that's it. wifey. <laughs> and that's on wifey. Borat voice, my wife. <laughs> it's tough to top that. No pun intended. That's right. <laughs> Fun somewhat intended. Yeah, fun definitely intended. Oh, that's all. All right. Good for him. Oh, yep. Well, speaking of sucking, you know, the Red Sox still exist. Yep. That is true. Pretty yeah, there's uh fortunately. I feel like every week it um it gets harder and harder to like like kind of scrape up any form of positivity about this team uh it's it's almost like this this whole year has been like they do something well and then they just immediately mess up like the next series like they have a good series and then they immediately just like falter like the next time they're out there it's 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 unbelievable yeah really it's like groundhog's day i feel like this has just been every other month in the season you know we're just going to hover around 500, kind of be in it, six games out of the wild card, four games in, you know, kind of playing that cow and mouse game all year. But it's really hard to see this team really doing too much with the way that they've been performing uh, as of late. Mm. Yeah, I, I really just wish they just put us out of our misery and just traded everyone. I say that, but like, I mean, if they sold at the deadline, that would have consisted of trading um, Nate. That would have consisted of trading uh, JD. And neither of those guys have really contributed since the trade deadline. So, like, I don't really think that there would have been any different of a result had they sold at the deadline. Like, I mean, I, I, I mean, JBJ got DFA'd. He was he was a guy that I could see get traded. But no, obviously no one wanted to trade for him. Um, Rich Hill was another guy that I could see like getting traded, but I don't think anyone wants him. I mean, yeah, I don't think any major league team would want him stepping on the diamond for them. No, he's 108. I mean, what are we doing? No, I mean. Even at the deadline, it kind of felt like, you know, this team needed a good amount to actually, you know, make it a contender for the playoffs, not only win a World Series, but we didn't really do too much of that. And now, you know, we're over the luxury tax. We can't really get anything back for these guys. You know, who knows who may come back in free agency at this point, too. You know, we got a while to speculate on all that as well. Um, But, you know, you really do get the worst of both worlds. I mean, even if, you know, kind of like we said the last few weeks, somehow sneak into uh, that like last wild card spot or whatever. 
Uh, you know, it's hard to feel confident with this team. It doesn't really feel like they can win a series against, you know, the Orioles. Nonetheless, you know, somebody that um, you're going to have to face a lot better of as, you know, the last wildcard team. You're facing whoever wins the AL Central or, you know, the other top wildcard team. So uh, it's hard to, you know, it's really hard to feel confident in that moving forward right now. Right. Yeah. Agree. No, it, it almost... You know, the the way that things have turned out after the deadline, it almost makes you feel like they just would have just went full sell mode. Um, I know it's obviously a tough pill to swallow for, you know, you know, fans of Boston teams because um, that really just doesn't happen. But, um, you know, the way they're the way they're playing now almost kind of makes you feel like they just sold and just got something for, you know, guys like J.D. or. Uh, you know, Evaldi and, and, and those guys. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's kind of just where you're at right now. Totally, totally where you're at. Um, I, I obviously, like I said, I, I do wish they went all in, uh, again, I think the Vasquez trade was an indicator of them selling what I think they had that was still of somewhat value. Like, I, I think that Nate has some value. And I think that what they wanted for JD was just absurd, which obviously goes to show, like, with what he has been. Um, but yeah, they're just not a, they're just not really like a competitive ball club at this point, and you know that's okay. But you can't have another year of that. You can't no. because if you do, then everyone's going to get fired. And uh, I think there's a case to be made that people should get fired after this. You know, I really do. So at the end of the day, I mean, like you can't you can't be within one game of the World Series one year. And then that next season, that very next season, uh, be in last and no one get fired as the Boston Red Sox. Right. If you're the Rays, if you're the Athletics or, you know, if you're the Diamondbacks or the Rockies, you know, whatever, then that's totally fine. That is your MO. You're going to finish in last some years. Maybe you might get to the World Series. But if you're the Boston Red Sox, you should never finish in last. Period. Period. 100%. You should never finish in last. Red Sox have finished in last a lot more than any large market club has finished in last in the past, like, 20 years. Uh, They've also won more World Series than any large market club in the last 20 years, which is fantastic. But... You never finish in last more so than a year after you were within one game of the World Series. So I believe some someone should get fired for that. Personally, everyone should be hold, held accountable. If you finish in last, someone needs to be held accountable. And the rest of the organization needs to know that this is completely 100 percent unacceptable. The players need to know it's unacceptable. Management needs to know it's unacceptable. Coaching staff needs to know it's unacceptable. Someone should get fired. I believe so personally. Right. Yeah, I mean, and you never want to call for people's jobs, but I mean, it's just come to the point where, you know, you kind of have to. Um, and, you know, like you said, LeBeau, too, I mean, this this can't drag on into 2023 because, it, like you said, it's unacceptable. And, um, you know, the fans are not going to are not going to stand for, you know, another year of, of this mess. Um, it, it just can't happen. So think this is a this is a, a big uh, off season, uh, there's going to be a big winner to you know really figure things out and and get you know headed back in the right direction because this honestly there's just no direction at all right now. It's kind of just a, a mess. 
it's almost like you're on like a rotary and you just keep going in circles and you're, you're yep. never getting off an exit, you know? Yep. They love the rotaries in Massachusetts. They do. Well, but yeah, no, I, I mean, I would agree like calling for other people's jobs, you know, whatever. It's kind of dicey, but I got to be honest. I love the club more than I care about anyone's professional well-being personally. <laughs> yeah. Right. I don't care. Like at the end of the day, I grew up watching this team. I care about this team. It is been a huge part of my life. It might be the biggest part of my life, honestly. Um, besides maybe, you know, like my job and like my family, right? My friends, maybe right. whatever. I don't care. You know, I don't care if you're on unemployment. I don't care if your kids fucking starve. If you have a say in how the Boston Red Sox do, then you need to be held accountable when they do bad. Personally, that's my opinion. And I don't believe that right now that they should definitely 100% clean house. You know, I've definitely tweeted that because... <laughs> You know, it's an emotional reaction to what's been a really frustrating season. However, I think that someone absolutely needs to be held accountable. No, there there needs to be answers. I mean, um, you know, it's not like any of these guys aren't going to find jobs in baseball immediately after anyway. So it's yeah. not like the worst thing in the world. It just wouldn't work out for us right now. And, you know, that's life sometimes. I'm not like... Yeah, I think, you know, uh, and somebody who lives in a normal professional environment, kind of like we do, we all work very hard for our jobs. And obviously, you know, even though it hasn't gone as planned, it's not been a lack of effort on, you know, anybody's single fault in the organization. But that just doesn't make it OK at the end of the day. You know, you still need to uh, actually be accountable, like you guys have said, especially in Boston. These fans know what's up. They've seen a lot of bad things in the past. And, you know, we've seen a lot of bullshit, too, where, you know, it's not always the right guy held in the, uh, held accountable <laughs> Bruins. Um, but uh, <laughs> no, it, it's going to be somebody. There's no doubt about that. Um, and, you know, I just hope they make the right decision of who that is. Yeah. The Bruins yeah. tweeted out the Don Sweeney happy birthday thing. That was so funny. The replies were so hilarious. What a fucking clown. Uh, <laughs> the the best I just just not to get off topic, but the Bruins tweeted out Happy Birthday Don Sweeney, and, and the my favorite reply was someone was like he was like a forty year old guy, and he just replied under he said I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was great. Oh uh, man, uh, yeah, I mean, but you mentioned it, uh, Jack. I think well when you just said you know. These guys, like these fans, don't want to be BS. You know, they 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 can smell it. And I think LeBeau mentioned that another last time we recorded that. You know, they they can smell when you're just kind of like bullshitting them, and they just they don't they don't want to see that. They they want to see a obviously this team headed in the right direction. And you know, after this year, they don't want to hear you know, Heim Bloom and John Henry saying this and that and. Just they they just wanted to you know give it to them straight. This is what happened. Obviously, this is a bad year, down year. Um, it's unacceptable. But this is they they want to know where the team is headed, what direction is the team headed, and uh, they want to know how things are going to be fixed and and what they're going to do in the off season to address the needs of the team and and you know the holes that need to be filled. Um, you know, heading into twenty twenty three and to to make sure that this is going to not at that this isn't gonna you know happen for a second straight year right yeah i mean and at the end of the day 
we all need to be concerned that this doesn't become like, I don't want to say the norm because I don't think it'll ever be the norm. And I think that obviously the organization has put an emphasis on uh, winning, you know, ownership has put an emphasis on winning. And I think that they're trying to become like more sustainable, but here's the thing. The whole reason you hired, you know, Heim Bloom was for like not to finish in last, you know, have those really down years. It was to be like, you know, maybe if you don't win the World Series the next year, you are in like a more sustainable position. And given their payroll, given the talent they have, um, given their manager, you know, all those factors um, at this point, Heimblum is is failing at his job. Uh, I I don't necessarily one hundred percent believe that he should be let go, but there's definitely a conversation there for sure. And, you know, I, I mean, I, the Red Sox are still kind of in it too. So like, this isn't like a funeral episode, right? Because they are still kind of in it, but I mean, if they lose tonight, they're, they're, I think it's over. Yeah. I'm not even kidding. I, th- I, I literally think that if they lose tonight, it's completely over. Well, yeah, baby. I mean, this next like week is Whoa. huge. Cause you know, game tying home run from Franchi right as he said Franchi. that. So. Franchi, yeah. let's go, Mr. French. Pinch hit. Oh, opposite view, like that could not have been more on cue. So uh, I, I'm very glad that we got this live reaction going on right now. <laughs> that is awesome. A pinch hit, game tying home run. That is fantastic. Now, who needs Eric Cosmer? apparently jack does you got you you got the uh you got the the old hosmer jersey from savers yeah yeah so i found the you know classic 35 i can't believe somebody you know must have just gotten it within the last two weeks already put it up at savers so uh (laughs) definitely not for either steven wright or ricky henderson we got it for the big haas the wizard of haas uh eric hosmer or you know Lord and Savior at first base, and uh, you know we love and appreciate him over here. Dude, I love the Supercuts logo on the sleeve there. Yeah, dude, is... we got the Paw Socks on here, and I don't even think I showed these guys. Um, we got uh, Nomar on the back as well, so uh, oh, very cool. nice Savers find. So uh, two Red Sox pullovers, uh, less than $14 spent in total, so uh, wow, follow me for uh, more great deals. Uh, Mr. Webster was on uh, Nesson today, or if you're listening, this was uh, Sunday. So speaking of the Paw Sox, yep, he was on Nesson, yeah. so that's awesome. Petey made yep, an appearance. I, yep, uh, it was my uh, or the Not Another Sox podcast. Uh, you know, uh, beginning of our partnership with Nesson. You know, really, yeah. it's nice for them to send out that olive branch because you know we did do a lot of shit talking before we still continue to a lot so um you know it was highly appreciated uh especially since uh it was such a special day getting to spend it with my boy pd who is asleep over on the couch so i'm not gonna bug him right now because he had a long day you know it's hard to be on camera be interviewed like that it's um emotionally distressing so uh we we had a lot of fun uh can, can we actually post the audio sound man Welcome back to Polar Park. Let's send it down to our adorable friend and uh, Tim Kudadama. 
<laughs> Thanks, Tyler. While you and Jim have been doing, you know, the fun stuff up in the broadcast booth calling the game, I've been doing the yeoman's work out here on the berm, and I stumbled across Ian, Jack, and their good friend, Petey. So, Jack, you said that you actually brought Petey out last year for Bark in the Park. Is this going to be a tradition for you? Oh, absolutely. Any chance you can get to enjoy this beautiful ballpark, especially with your furry friend, you can't pass it up. And, Petey, you have anything to say? <laughs> Just a couple of sniffs. Back up to you guys. Oh, wow. That's more than I thought we'd get out of Petey. That's yeah, no, I mean, um, <clears throat> it, it was great seeing you on TV. I was going to say, I wonder if you were uh, were targeted. Uh, you know, they, they must have known you were from NASP, and, uh, you know, they just wanted to, you know, get you on and, and kind of, you know, bury the hatchet. I would say, you know, it was what I what I how I feel is that you were live. So you could have plugged the, the pot, you know, maybe I, I was hoping they were going to ask me another question. Like five seconds. Yeah, it was a very brisk interview. I think it was probably the uh, the quickest interview maybe in, in Nesson history. It was I, it was it was literally like, hey, Jack, how are you? Good. I know I that I almost wore the hat to the ballpark, but I was like, you know what? You know, not today. The hair's feeling good. Dude, you know, it was such a mistake. Dude, the hair was I was gonna great. say the hair was looking unbelievable. I also from the angle of the camera and the way when you turned to answer the question, it looked like you were rocking a man bun, dude, for a second, which yeah. I thought it, if you were, it looked pretty good. I have no, to the say. hair the hair looked the the the, the hair looked good. The chetty looked good. So many goth girls are going to be hitting you up now. Dude. Uh, yeah, the DMs are open. Yep. Goth girls, hit them up. Yeah. Please, please. <laughs> make, make my mama not happy. <laughs> His mom uh, Gloria, is proud I'm sorry of if you're listening. I would be very surprised if you still are at this point. I love you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just in case. <laughs> Wait, so how did that uh how did that like all go down? Did did they like did the guy like come up to you and was like, "Hey, we you want to ask you a question for Nesson or Yeah, no, he's just like, "Hey, this might be a weird question, but like, can I interview you guys?" And I was just like, "Yeah, absolutely. Like, why not?" And, you know, Petey was just right there. I kind of knew it was for Bark at the Park. And I was like, and then, like, kind of the gear started to turn a little bit. I was like, well, the Red Sox aren't uh, until the Sunday night game. So this probably means it's on Nesson. And, like, he said it was for TV as well. So I was like, shit, I'm going to be on live TV right now. Like, you know, uh, better actually, like, start breathing and not try to fucking shake, like, you know, like an idiot. Like, you know, I, I had to be on my feet. So... Uh, you know, half inning goes by, I don't, you know, we're kind of talking and then, uh, he just asked me the question. He asked Petey the question and then he yeeted. So yeah, you know, that, that was my 10 seconds of fame. Um, but, um, you know, I think it's really good for the brand at the same time. Yeah. You no, were it, very it composed. I thought it was good. Yeah. yeah. You handled it really well being on live TV. You were, you, you were just a natural. It seemed like this wasn't your first rodeo. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, we I talk on here like that's what I was just trying to do, uh, do it like, even though, you know, sometimes I'm such a silly goose and, you know, I don't know what to say. But yeah, it, it just felt natural. And, you know, I'm kind of glad it wasn't super long at the same time. I wasn't looking for like a 60 minutes type of thing. You know, 
where they start asking me <laughs> deep emotion questions. I was kind of just more looking to talk Jesus. about baseball and dogs. Dude, way to kick in the Sunday scaries, dude, when you hear the 60 minutes like ticker. Yeah, that's the, that's the Sunday scaries. <laughs> that's that's when the you definition know. of the Sunday scaries. That's when you know. 60 minutes ticking and you, you, you smell that banana bread in the oven that your mom is cooking yeah. on a random Sunday night. In you the just fall. lost all your money. Getting yep. NFL football. Yep. It's tough. It's tough. Oh, yeah. Or, there's, sometimes, or there's sometimes some good ones, too. Like, there's some, there's some I'm like, oh, I would actually, you know, be more curious about this. Right. There's no worse Sunday scaries than when you're, like, the Red Sox losing the playoffs. And that's just, like, that'll just fuck you up. Yeah. There's no worse feeling than getting walked off at the Little League World Series on Sunday Night Baseball. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> yeah. If that happens live on the podcast, I think we might just need to just end the show forever. Yep. <laughs> We're at right, the top geez. of the eighth tied 2-2 right now, so... Uh, there's some people that might be worrying right now, like, uh, at the end of the episode, if we're ever going to be recording again, let's hope not. Let's hope, you know, like, oh, thank God that didn't happen. But, you know, you never know. You never know. My friend texted and, uh, we have like a group chat, talk about the Red Sox. It says my friend texted, I'm going to snap if I see another little leaguer interviewed. <laughs> 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 really is just fucking stupid. Just like, who the fuck cares? I will say, if I could go off on a little bit of a rant, a little league baseball, not a rant, because say how much I've been enjoying it. I yeah. fucking love watching kids cry. It's awesome. <laughs> it is amazing. Dude, these kids, it is so fun to watch little league baseball. And then all of a sudden, dude, it's great because it's like all of a sudden it's the fourth inning. And it's like that's the that's like late innings for these kids. And then, like, a kid makes an error past the fourth inning, and they're just, like, fucking weeping. And it's like, this is the best. This is the culmination of sports. This is how sports should be. Like, this is how it was back in, like, the fucking gladiator days when, like, sports were, like, first around. And, like, someone would literally, it was, like, life or death. You know, like, if you if you lost, you'd be like, all right, I'm dead. So it would be a lot of emotion. These kids, like, feel the same exact way. They make an error, they cry. They lose a cry. They give up a home run, they cry. They walk a kid, they cry. It's fucking unbelievable. I I didn't realize how much I loved it. I I am I'm obsessed. I'm hooked. I'm hooked on the Little League World Series. Yeah. So not only are you disappointing your teammates, you're also disappointing your parents. You're yeah. disappointing your hometown. You're disappointing your home yeah. state. You're disappointing your whole region. For some kids, you're disappointing your entire country. Like it, yeah. Japan lost to Canada. Like, how do you think they're taking that over there? They lost to Canada. Like, you know, you, that is an entire embarrassment for the country. You should cry over that. You know, your childhood is over at this point. Dude, if you lose to Canada in baseball, that's pretty sad. Yeah. Canada's on the fucking on the rise, dude. They had a good year in uh, soccer too. They they made the World Cup. They did. They did. Yeah. The World Cup. Uh, Canada's making Canada is making moves, man. Little League World Series and uh men's soccer. Yep. Yeah. We just Italy. need the uh, CFL to go against an NFL team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. 
You could have said like any name and I probably would have believed you. Yeah. That's the only name that I know from the, the Worcester Red Sox. <laughs> yeah. Gross. The, the Worcester Rail Riders. <laughs> it still makes me sad about the Paw Sox and McCoy, so you know, it's still like so bittersweet whenever I go there, uh, still. Dude, when you were live, you should have grabbed the guy's microphone and just went on a rant about the Paw Sox. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been so no, awesome I, I, I am glad I got to rep some Paw Sox stuff, though. Like, uh, like I feel like that's your OG if you go to a Woo Sox game with Paw Sox stuff. On. Yeah, right. I would have just loved to see Jack on a rant. Fuck, fuck Larry Lucchino. Fuck Gina Raimondo. You guys are pricks. <laughs> nah, they did drop the ball. They fucked it up for everybody. Three times. Three yep. times they fucked up. Yeah. It, 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 I, I will say, the, the Paw Sox needed to move out of Pawtucket. They needed to move out of McCoy. But he never should have left Rhode Island. Yeah. Like, there were so many opportunities for a different stadium or a new stadium. And the fact that they did end up in Worcester. But let me ask you this. When you go there, because I haven't been there, um, when you go there, do you feel that it's like it's like better? Like I I know it's better, but like do you feel like, oh, this is a good thing? So it's like I guess it's bittersweet, right? Like Yeah. I will say they draw really good crowds, which I love to see. You know, McCoy a lot of times. Uh, apart from a lot of those, you know, Friday, Saturday night games, a lot of times with fireworks, um, attendance was especially lower the last few years that they were uh, in Rhode Island. There's obviously, you know, a lot more food options. There's things for kids, the nicer scoreboard, all that type of stuff. Um, you know, it seems like they have better luxury boxes and everything else like that. But I mean, McCoy was just irreplaceable. I mean, obviously, like you said, they did have to move to a new stadium anyways. But uh, it, it really, they did, you know, everything right down to the T. Uh, really hard to complain about anything there. Um, and, you know, it's really good for the city of Worcester, too. They built it in a great area right downtown. There's breweries. It's honestly right off the highway. It's uh, they uh, So it, if it wasn't because... Uh, it replaced the Paw Sox. I'm sure I would love it, but I'm I'm still, you know, just salty about it at the end of the day. Right. I hear you. I am too. I am too. I still haven't gone. So yeah, I I, I haven't been either. I I have to make it out there. Me too. Uh, because like you said, Jack, I, I I have had her. I've heard it's uh it's a it's a really nice park and it's um it's in a great you know area with a lot to do um you know outside so. I got definitely got to make it out there for sure. I can see you making it out there for sure. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I can see it. Yeah, yeah no, I can me see too. It. Yeah, Jack's on <laughs> TV. Too. Yeah. Love Just that. a couple sniffs from PD. That's more than I thought we'd get from PD. <laughs> yeah, they they got his name right. They they said it with the D. A lot of people think it's with a T, like. Little rascals, I guess that a lot. Yeah. A lot of times, I'll just they be like, "Yeah, it's a classic mix-up." It is, yeah. Yeah, but it is PD for Pedroia. I feel like if anybody were to get that, it would be people watching this. And so I hope right. there was like yeah. one other person out there with a dog or a cat named PD, like we saw uh, when we posted him last time on our account. But um, you know, it 
I think it's a very good pet name, and uh, I think it fits him very well. He's such a good boy. How did he like uh, getting camera, getting you know, on airtime? I uh, went to his head. Yeah. Does he have a baby? He thinks he's too good for everything now. His head didn't fit through the front door when you guys got home. Wow, that's yeah. more than I thought we'd get from Petey. The two-one pitch. <laughs> it's just the classic baseball announcer. Yeah. He's pretty good. Uh, what's his name? The Worcester announcer? Play-by-play guy? No idea. No idea. He's pretty good. I hear him a lot. He like is. Clips. He's pretty good. He kind of sounds like Orsillo a little bit, but not not like... Dude, I feel like so many of these guys, like they just sound like Dio kind of sounded like him a little bit in the beginning. Um, but this guy from Worcester also does sound the same as as Orsillo. Similar. Yeah. I don't know if it's like your head just wanting it to be Don Orsillo. So it just everything sounds like him. But well, I think if you're the Worcester announcer, you're like, well, Orsillo made it from Pawtucket. So I'm just going to try and just replicate what he did. There's a lot of guys that came from Pawtucket that ended up being major league broadcasters, both, you know, on TV and in the radio. Well, Will, uh, Will Fleming, too, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, the Brewers guy as well that does it with um, Bob Bucher on the radio. He was former Paw Sox. Uh, there's a few other guys as well that I'm blanking on right now, but it's been like five or six, you know, like, major league broadcasters that have come out of um, McCoy Stadium. That's awesome. Now, I guess, uh, Polar Park as well. That's awesome. That's more than I thought we'd get from PD. <laughs> oh, is it Tyler... Tyler Murray? That sounds right. I think they said Tyler at the beginning of the interview. Yeah, I think... I, I looked it up. I, I, I It says Tyler Murray. What, what's Shout out Tyler. Re- yeah, shout out Tyler T. Murr. He's the play-by-play guy? Yeah, that's what it says, Worcester Red Sox. At, oh, he's a local guy, too. He's from Medfield. Medfield native Tyler Murray, lead broadcaster. Good. Yeah. <laughs> fucking nice. run circles around There you him, go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we got to get LeBeau in the booth. I would you know be, what? If you're dangerous. listening, come on the pod. Come on the pod. Why not? No, fuck you. Uh, <laughs> That's more than I thought we'd get from PD. Nah, come on the pod. Come on the pod. Come on the pod. Yeah. Also, uh, new follower of the Not Another Sox podcast Twitter account, Jonathan Papelbon. Play right. ship he is also Pat. Put shipping up yeah. to Boston in it right now. Thank you. That 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 was nice. That was nice. That was nice. Yeah. Uh, Even a little little clip, you know, right in your face. Yeah, he has not responded to our direct message. He has been having the time of his life in a camo suit in um, Toronto, just betting on horses, which I expect nothing less than him. I I don't want to take up his valuable time. I don't want to, you know, annoy him now. I, I uh, you know, obviously he's going to be on the show. He might even become a regular, you know. Might yeah. replace either B or LeBeau. We can't replace Galveo. He's I really man, so. do think yep. that. I really do think that there's a high chance that he ends up coming on. I, 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 I think he's one guy I hang out with in, in, in 
in major league history, I think that he'd be like top five for sure. Dude, the guy loves to party. Loves to party. He can get down. Yep. He's a psycho. Yep. So you can get into some shit with him. Oh, 100%. He's he's, I, he's just a guy. I feel like he's just a guy's guy. You know? I he's feel like he would dude. he would just do the 999 challenge without even, like, Announce. thinking it's a challenge. That, that, yeah, yeah that's, that's just like, oh, yeah, I, I just had, you know, 11 hot dogs and 13 beers. Um, you know, that's... And you know what? I'm I can still throw at least ninety three. Like, <laughs> shout out Jonathan Papelmon if you're listening, which he is. Which he is. Open invitation. By the way, I don't even think we've talked about it. Just how amazing he's been on Twitter. Like he, like this is just the exact yeah. Jonathan Papelmon that I think everybody is low key wanted for years. He's an asshole, but in the best way. And, you know, he's going to say whatever is on his mind. Dude. So uh, watch out. <laughs> Dude, that's what I mean. That's what people want. You know, that when, when people look at athletes, especially a guy like Papelmon, I mean, they they want just the absolute unfiltered like. This is who he is, and he that's just what he is on Twitter. Um. Which is great. It's great to see because he just doesn't give a shit and he says what's on his mind. <laughs> and uh, it is what it is, man. He he is unbelievable, though. He is his Twitter has just skyrocketed this year. Yeah, it has. <laughs> he's uh, he's awesome. He is absolutely awesome. I love I love Pap. Uh, I really do hope he comes on the show. Uh, I hope he drinks beers. You know, maybe mix in a, a little blow, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding, just kidding. No drug, no drug use. Don't do drugs, kids. Aside from um, steroids. Except for but steroids. Just steroids, which is obvious. I feel like it's a no-brainer at this point. Um, which but, uh, I don't uh, think we mentioned. Uh, I'm, we're, we're very happy that uh, Fernando Tatis has uh you know decided to to join in and and do steroids so good for him good for him yep good job fernando he listens to for the program smart. yep obviously yep. listens to the show uh, i feel like like i said it's a no-brainer you know if you're a professional ball player um just got to do it bring steroids bring steroids back i really tr- truly think that they're better when the game is better when they're in the mix you know, I know this is not really like a hot take, but they definitely are. The game's better. Can we can we give some steroids to JD Martinez and Xander Bogarts right now? <laughs> by the way, I'd love, I'd love that. I'd love yeah, that. Can we can we give them steroids? These girls having a mid off. <laughs> Dude, that meme is so good, so good. It is good, but they both stink. Yeah, they, they stink. They, yeah, they're they're. I think they're both just being really good teammates right now. They know this season's not going anywhere. So they're just trying to drive down their salaries for next year. So that way we can actually, you know, maybe potentially <laughs> sign Rafael Devers as well. So uh, I really love what they're doing. You know, I just think it's a guys. very veteran move on their part. And I mean, especially since Xander's still relatively young, JD's been around for a while. 
And uh, you need to, you know, hopefully take a note, Xander. You're playing too well. You know, you're earning too much money. I think, you know, it's very selfish to be hitting all these home runs and improving on your defense. I agree. Let me ask you an honest question. At this point in the season, where it's headed for X, is there a chance he opts in? Honestly, is there a chance? I was looking earlier because I saw someone else bring up that point, but it's only three years at 60 million. So like 20 a year. So he probably can do better than that, even if it is a three year deal or even it's something kind of like what Correa did almost where, you know, it's a three year deal with like an opt out after each year, just a high annual average. So, I'm, you know, it might not be a bad idea to just, uh, you know, kind of roll the dice one more time if you're him, maybe hit free agency in a year where you had a little bit more power and, uh, you know, you still get to run it back with the team that you, uh, you know, grew up with and, you know, enjoy playing for clearly. So who knows what's in, uh, what's going to end up happening. But, uh, you know, it's I, I would be surprised if he ends up taking uh, the offer that's already on the table. I think, yeah, yeah I, I'd be surprised if he opted into but yeah, I, I feel like it kind of he kind of seems like he's, you know, pretty set on, you know, obviously he's <laughs> there really isn't a deal on the table. So it, it seems like, uh, you know, he's pretty set on testing the market. Um, so, yeah, I just yeah, it's not something that I, uh, <laughs> I can see. Yeah, I just like I said, I, I, I think it'd be it'd be surprising if he if he opted out. I mean, if he opted in, but. I also could see him saying like, "Hey, I'll just go one more, you know, year, and try to just, you know, try to just give it a shot next year with free agency. Hopefully, hit more home runs, et cetera." I I think it's only an opt out uh, for this season. I don't think it's an opt out after each season, kind of like what we saw with JD Martinez, where oh, okay. you know, same thing. It was a, yeah. I think it's just for the remainder. A lot of times, you know, it's not by every season. So uh, I think, you know, that's the other reason why if it was a one year, $20 million deal, you know, might as well just take the qualifying offer at that point, you know? <laughs> wow. But, it's so, I just saw the video, the A's video. Oh, this dude yeah. is getting bopped. Dude, it, she's <laughs> going to work. She's going to town, dude. <laughs> that's fucking awesome, man. That's fucking unbelievable. Dude. Some guys have all the luck, man. Yep. This fucking guy. <laughs> it's great audio, Jack. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, you know, it really adds on to the ASMR experience of, you know, not another socks podcast. <laughs> yep. That's more than I thought we'd get from Petey. <laughs> You know, and I think that's just going to be like a new sound bite that we drop in every once in a while. So thank you, Tyler. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh, I think LeBeau could go toe to toe with this guy, Tyler 100%. Murray. I would run circles around this prick. <laughs> and Polar Park stands as one. <laughs> Jack, do this, does this guy have any, like, uh, you know, does, does he have any calls that are, like, his, like, his own, 
you know, does he have like his own thing that he says? Shamalama ding dong, that ball is gonzo. (laughs) (laughs) That's my best guess. I don't really watch too many of the games on TV. So, you know, I I think that if that isn't his home run call, it's on the table. I haven't I haven't trademarked it yet. I think you get get uh, better get to work on that, dude. Seriously. Yeah, I know. That's a God is here tonight as Connor Seabold has thrown a no hitter and sent Polar <laughs> Park into a frenzy. Lebo, we need your call on that guy getting head at the game. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You know what could be said about it. That's one of those moments that if if you're if the camera gets there and you're the play-by-play guy, you're just silent. Yo, uh, it sucked. I would have loved to to have that at Fenway and have Orsillo and Remy on the call. Imagine if they if the camera panned to that and they just saw that happening. If Don and Jerry ever saw the fucking Oakland A blowjob. <laughs> Then it would have been game over. It would have been on site. <laughs> I Dude, think that, like that would have just like set them off in like an infinite stage of laughter. hundred percent. You just go to an insane asylum after. Yep. Dude, the boo Please grab excuse my laughter. I have a condition. Like the Joker. Dude, the boob jaw, jo- the boob grab was wild. Imagine the like just getting top, dude. <laughs> you know what? Maybe I'm. You know what? I I'm actually kind of hoping the Red Sox are terrible the rest of the year. Maybe even terrible, you know, the year after as well. So that way you see a little less crowded stands out there. Maybe you know, right below the scoreboard. Yeah, <laughs> nice rainy day. You get some ponchos going. You know. It might be reality. It's, it, it's hard at Fenway because, you know, we're sold out a lot of the time, even when the team <laughs> is kind of mid. It's like we, we need the team to, you know, really tank in order to, uh, you know, have a chance at Fenway fellatios. <laughs> yep. Yeah, it just won't ever happen at Fenway. Yeah, I mean, credit to the Oakland A's as a team. You know, they're really... Uh, management too. They're they're really just uh, doing this for the benefit of um, all the men in Oakland. So when they come to the game, they have the opportunity, um, you know, to to get that. Um, oh, so they're I coming really think... to the game, all right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's right. <laughs> I think one of the captions to the video I saw uh, today was like, "Oh, it's like free foot long day at in Oakland." <laughs> <laughs> that's nice. awesome nice but uh nice we want to talk about uh garrett cole fakest oh tough guy in the like him and like, manoa i love manoa for that comment though next time he if he wants to do something like come out to fenway yeah. i mean come out uh, to, let's uh, drop the audio again sal man yeah. we, we have a busy night for you been struggling with my sinker for about five, six starts now, and um, I made a pitch and uh, obviously hit Judge, and obviously uh, I looked at him and I said, man, you know, I'm not trying to do that, and I think he understood that, and 
Um, I think if Garrett wants to do something, he can walk past the Audi side next time. <laughs> Dude, he is literally. I love I love that comment first of all from Manoa. That that's unbelievable. Step outside the uh, the Audi sign next time, dude. He really is though, and and you, I think you tweeted at Lebeau too. He really is like the fakest tough guy in the majors. Did I tweet that? Maybe, or or I heard somewhere. I saw it somewhere on Twitter. I, yeah. I don't know. I, I tweeted know it in his brain. Like, yeah, oh. but he really is though. Like the guy, like looks like a clown, dude, coming out of the dugout like that. Yeah, he's such a clown, dude. He is such a baby. Like Garrett Cole was never going to charge the mound in that situation, and every single person knows it. He's well, like the biggest, like, just... hold-me-back guy. 100%. Dude, if Garrett Cole was coming at me, I'd be like, please come at me. Let's let's do this fucking thing right now. Get suspended, LOL. Dude, he had, like, the shit start, like, a couple days ago, and he's, like, banging on, like, the... Uh, he's, like, banging on the, the dugout roof and, like... <laughs> Dude, throwing a tantrum. <laughs> that Carabas voiceover was absolutely fucking hilarious. It was great. It was perfect. That that, that was fantastic. As um, you know, it, it's really just kind of the most pleasurable thing of the season. Seeing the Yankees collapse now, like That's you know, great. season's over for us. We just gave up a bases clearing double to make it five to two against the Orioles. Season's over. It's fine. So we can at least cheer for the Yankees collapse, especially us right. calling it over a month ago with the curse of Joel Olstein. Oh yeah, so. Jackie, we do we do have to touch on that, dude. You you I, it was you that I think they're right that put out that tweet. Um, you know, we called it over a month ago, and uh, Joel yeah. Olstein, it, it's it's a legit curse. It is also great that that tweet came out, and then literally like the Yankees were have been like shit. You know, since he made that appearance at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I saw it through an effectively wild Facebook uh, group on uh, Facebook, obviously. So it's, you know, very pleasurable to know, like, they were the own masters of their own collapse. And, you know, I didn't realize this before. He also came in 2014. So, like, you know, I can't wait to see him in, like, 2027 or whatever, you know, continuously cleansing the ballpark of any chance to win a World Series yeah. there. So, uh, shout out Joel Olstein. I can't believe I would ever say those words. But uh, you're, you are going to be the reason why the Yankees collapsed to the Blue Jays. And, uh, you know, it's getting closer and closer now. <laughs> it's fucking hilarious. <laughs> oh, Joel Osteen, what a scumbag! But yeah. all right, finally found the perfect gift. Sorry, I was looking for a good gift for a tweet. <laughs> yeah, um, we've all been there. Yep. So the <laughs> yeah. Red Sox and honestly, game's over. That sucks. Yeah, uh, we got the Blue Jays coming up. Um, almost hope they sweep us so that way they can gain more ground on the Yankees because they're facing the Mets. So you know, those are two losses right in a row. We yep. want to make sure that the Blue Jays win the division so that way the Yankees just get bounced in the wild card series again. And you know what? Uh, I hope they keep uh, Aaron Boone. I hope they keep Brian Cashman because uh, clearly, uh, you know, uh, they just need to continue the same plan that they've done over the last dude. seven, eight years now, it feels like. So uh, really, you know, really good job there in New York. Just dude, A plus. Love it. The, the Aaron Boone, like, slamming the table was 
It's hilarious, too. It's unbelievable. It's right in front of us. <laughs> Unreal. Oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, it, it, same thing. Just another fake tough guy. You know, he's going to just yell at the umpire every once in a while. He's going to shake the table. But, like, it, it just feels overly performative. So... And that's all that it really is. That's all that it is. That whole team is just filled with like the same type of guy. It's like yeah. Eric Cole, Aaron Boone. It's like the same type of guy like throughout the entire roster. I don't like the fucking I don't like the clap thing that Aaron Boone does. So does Alex Cora. Like you ever seen that? Like when they're arguing with an umpire and they fucking like they're yelling and they're like clap like they like they clap in his face. Like you ever oh, seen that? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's just kind of it's like I don't know it's like when like you see like two fucking girls on the bus like arguing oh they're like clapping at each other yeah, yeah. like dude I don't they're just counting the syllables yeah exactly like I don't like that dude it just talk with your hands like fucking man don't fucking clap don't fucking clap yeah I don't that's the clap shit. is yeah the claps yeah I don't like it. That's not a good Cora does that shit we too. We are like savages it. in the box. Yeah, yeah. He does that all the time. So Cora does that too, though. That's why I don't like it. Like, I it really, like, Terry Francona would never fucking do that. Never. And John Farrell, if I, if I was an umpire and John Farrell was yelling in my face, I'd be genuinely scared, honestly. I mean, that yeah, guy. He, he is a psycho. He's just like, he's just like a fucking big dude. And like, I mean, I wouldn't fuck with that guy. No shot. Yeah, shout out John Farrell, which I uh, didn't think I was going to say tonight either. So. <laughs> I think that's the first th- time that's ever been said since like yeah, 2013. Yep. There's a lot of things you, you didn't think you were going to say, and you said them all tonight. This, this is a big thing. John Farrell's up to you. Like, what, 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 what has he done since he like, left the Red Sox? I don't think he's done like anything, really. He's just fucking. <laughs> Probably just fucking. Yeah. Who's the... Uh, the field reporter that he used to fuck. Uh oh. Um, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't Hazel May, was it? Jess Moran. Jess Moran. Jess Moran. Yeah. It's pretty hot. <laughs> yeah, good for him. <laughs> good. I uh, yeah. Good. Good for him, though. Honestly. Hey, boys. <laughs> Yeah, Daddy Farrell. <laughs> Daddy Farrell. <laughs> Jack Webster wants to grow up and be just like John Farrell. Yep, yep, fired and not working. <laughs> <laughs> that That is my absolute dream is to just be one day fired and then never seek reemployment again. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that sounds pretty good. Dude, yeah. He's 60. Yeah. Damn. He's only 60? Yeah, he's 60. Yeah. I I did think he was a little older older than that too. So he was only what? 50 51 when he was 20 yeah. 2013. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. That's not bad. Good he for him. was pretty young. Good for him. Yeah, I know it's been said like a thousand times throughout the years, but you don't see, you know, Pitching pitchers be managers really, so it was never bound to work really. Right. No, I agree. It was definitely destined to come to an end. I think yeah. it was just what they needed at that point. 
because the pitching staff was talented, but they were just lost. And I definitely think he turned some guys around. Um, and Jess Moran. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it was good. I think it was what they needed. Put them over the top. So, again, I, I think, like, Farrell, in my opinion, Farrell's in the same comp- boat as, like, Dave Dombrowski. Like, I don't think they were particularly good at their jobs, but I think they got their job done. And, like, I think that that says a lot. Like, everyone always says, like, about Dombrowski is, like, like he was a failure. Well, that, that's not really true. I mean, you know, he won three division titles in a row and a World Series at the end of it. I mean, that's pretty Red impressive. Red Sox had never won back-to-back uh, division titles before that, and then they won three in a row under Dombrowski. Right. I, I feel like that's kind of something that you forget about in Red Sox history. It absolutely is. It absolutely is. Now we're doing this fucking, I mean, doing this fucking last place. And I mean, you know, I haven't, haven't come in first place since 2018. So hopefully next year, but I don't know. I don't look good. It's a little scary right now. Yeah. They got to figure something out. They got to figure something out. Yeah. And obviously every team in the division is good. I mean, even the Orioles, um, you know, they're better than us this year. Evidently, who would have thought that? And, you know, they're only getting better, too. So uh, there's going to be a lot of, you know, uh, you know, holes to fix if we want to compete in this division. If we were in the AL Central, we would probably be winning right now. Like, I, I think like, be in first. we beat up on the White Sox and the Guardians, apparently not the Royals, but. I feel like if we were in that division, you know, we would be in a playoff spot. I'm not yeah. I'm not even joking right now, but like it, it doesn't help that you play in the best division in baseball. Uh, but, you know, it doesn't matter. Like if you're still in last place, you're not making the playoffs. Not all four. It's literally right. impossible for every team in the AL East to make the playoffs. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think, Jack, you 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 said it um, you know, earlier this week that uh, you think they're just going to go 81 and 81. They're extremely mid. It's, yeah. It, this is like, you know, they're going to compete uh, and they're going to be like a few games above 500 and turning the last two weeks of the season, like three, four games out of the wild card. Then, you know, they're just going to kind of lose a few, you know, win two in a row, lose three in a row, win one, yada, yada, and end the season at 81 and 81. And uh, just end up doing nothing. You have no idea what yeah. the the direction you should take moving forward. The team is uh, even. Yep, that's right. Yeah, Schreiber looks like shit. Um, I'm going to bed. See you. <laughs> I'm in the corner Jeez. watching you kiss her. <laughs>